I'm going to start off with just introducing myself because we've had a number of new folks join our group. So I'll introduce myself, share a little bit about what JT Office Hours is, and then we're going to jump right in. So my name is Erica Jordan-Thomas. I am CEO of Get Launch Consulting and EJT Consulting. So I launched my consulting business three years ago. I am a former teacher, former instructional coach, former assistant principal, former principal, and current a doctoral candidate in education leadership at Harvard Graduate School of Education. And so I most certainly am an educator through and through. And I launched my consulting business three years ago. I also have a program that supports educators and launching their own consulting business. So I have lots of experience and expertise around consulting that I just wanted to share for for folks who are on a similar journey or thinking about the journey. This is my way of, of being a resource. So JT Office Hours is something that we do here in the group on Thursdays. And how that works is every other Thursday, we will post a poll of about five questions. Um, Most of them come from the questions you all answered to, to get into the group. So I pull those questions straight from the questions you all submitted when you joined the group. And so we post about five questions. The group votes on the questions they want me to answer live. And the questions, the three questions with the most votes, I answer. So this week, the three questions that I will be answering are one of the benefits of an LLC, how do I create a proposal, And what if I do not have a website? How else can I share my services with clients? So I am going to be answering those three questions. So um, I'm going to go ahead and jump in. So what are the benefits of an LLC? We're going to start there. So I have a, a longer video about this in the Facebook group. So if you just search in the group of LLC, it should pop up any post with that language in it. And I actually did a video dedicated solely on this topic. And so I would encourage you to watch that for, it's about a 20 minute video where I go through a a ton of different information. I would encourage you to watch that if you haven't done so already. But briefly, I'm just gonna talk about one of the biggest benefits of having an LLC is you have tax write-offs. And so you can write off your business expenses when you formally register your business with the state and file your LLC. So when you are running your business, you are are and you have certain business expenses, one of the things about when you're a consultant is the payment that you received if you are if your fee is $5,000, you are getting a check for $5,000. And so taxes is not taken out of your payment. However, you are still responsible for paying your taxes. And so part of that when it comes to managing your business as well as filing your taxes for your business is you have to save a portion of this consulting income to pay on your taxes because you're going to have tax liability. So when prior to registering for your LLC, you cannot write off business expenses because you don't have a business registered with the state. But the moment you register for your business and 
you become a business entity, you can then begin to file or excuse me, write off your business expenses on your taxes. And when I say business expenses, any supplies that you purchase needed for your business. If you are running your business out of your home, then you can write off a a portion of your rent or mortgage for office space. And so any business expense that you have, your cell phone, (laughs) if you are using your cell phone for business purposes, you can write off a portion of your cell phone bill on your taxes. So First off, I am not a CPA. I'm not an accountant. And so I cannot give you official tax advice. I'm not a lawyer, so I cannot give you legal advice. And I'm speaking from my experience of when it comes to your tax liability, having an LLC is beneficial because writing off those business expenses can help you reduce your tax liability. So I say that to say that you know, oftentimes people ask me the question of, well, should I file my LLC before I start? And here's my opinion on that. My personal opinion, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a CPA. Erica's opinion, Erica as a person, Erica who is a consultant, my personal opinion is, is that you should not spend money on your business before you're bringing in money. And so when I, what I mean by that is if you have not had your first contract yet, I don't believe you should file for your LLC because you are actually coming out of pocket when in in reality, you could get a contract to cover the expense of your LLC. And for your first contract, let's say it's $1,000. $1,000 is not a significant tax liability for an LLC to be an absolutely necessary thing. Now there's some contracts that might require you to officially have um, file or have some some type of... um, what's called an employee identification number, which you can actually get without having an, an LLC. Um, but, you know, this is where my stance is, is that if you are not yet bringing money into your business, and I'm saying yet because there's power in the word yet, then you should not be spending money on an LLC. Um, you actually want to reverse it, bring in money to help pay for that. And there's no um, unintended consequence for not having an LLC when you start. So if you're interested in kind of more about um, LLCs and going a little bit deeper in there, again, search in the Facebook group, the word LLC, and it'll, it should pop up a video that I've previously done where I'm, I I share for about 20 minutes, the different benefits and resources related to that. All right. So moving on to our, let me mute myself because I have... There we go. Hey, Valerie. Hey, hey, hey. All right. I got to have my comments on my phone so that way I can see as people are dropping in the comments. If you're here, if you've just joined us for JT Office Hours, say hello in the comments so that way I can say hello to you. I know who's here. And if you're watching the replay, drop a hashtag replay in the comments. Okay. So question number two, how do I create a proposal? So this is a great question. So I want to note that there are um, two pathways to a proposal. So pathway number one to a proposal is through, if you are going through a RFP process, RFP stands for Request for Proposal. 
That is when an organization has a need, they write up a request for a proposal for proposals, and then they they make that request for proposals. Clearly, I'm getting tripped up on all these P's. <laughs> they make that RFP public for people to submit proposals for consideration for the contract. So that is one way that of, of a route to a proposal is if you apply through an RFP process. That's route number one. Route number two is if someone reaches out to you inquiring about your services. So let's say someone reaches out to you about wanting you to do a professional development at their school or in their organization. The other, this is the other route to a proposal is you, after having a a consultation with them, you write up a proposal to present to them of, of what you're proposing as your services for them to be able to make a decision on whether or not they move forward in that contract. And so I just want to name those two different routes to a proposal because route number one of the RFP process, the request for a proposal, that, that RFP, which is a document, will actually outline what they want in your proposal. They'll tell you exactly the information that they want to know from you. So in route number one, the RFP process, it's it's pretty clear what should be in your proposal. Route number two, of uh, someone comes to you and inquiring about your services and you have a consultation to learn about their needs and then you develop the proposal, in that case, you have to determine what goes into the proposal. So I'm going to share with you just a couple of things that you would want to include in, in that proposal. And all of this is going to be based, all of this information are things that you should be gathering during the consultation. So just to be super clear here, before you're going to, you know, the, the process isn't just someone, you know, send you an email and then you go and then write up the proposal. And well, it could be your process, but that's not what I recommend. If someone shoots you an email about wanting to do your services and then, you know, you go and write up a proposal and send it back. I, and I recommend that, you know, the person fills out some type of consultation form for you to be able to determine whether it's a fit or not. So some basic information of, date, time requirements. Um, so if it's a speaking engagement, you'd want to know the date and time because if you have a conflict, then it doesn't make sense for you to hop on the phone for a consultation. But you know, you want to get some basic information that would help you determine, is this worth me considering and getting on the phone for you know anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes to just learn more. So during this consultation, this is when you'd want to be asking more questions to learn more about their expectation and their needs. And the information that you gather from this, this consultation is what's going to inform your proposal. So here are a couple of things. I have some notes here that I made for our, our time together tonight of a couple of things that you would want to include in the proposal for a potential client. So you'd want to have some type of about company or about me or about consultant section or a bio section, just sharing a little bit about you 
So that way, this is a part of like building your credibility of just sharing your receipts. <laughs> like, this is what I've done. This is who I am. You know, this is who you would be partnering with should we move forward in in this process together and, you know, uh, get into a formal partnership. You'd want to include the goals of the project or the goals of the engagement. So that means that you would want to ask some intentional questions during the consulting call to be clear on how the, the potential client is defining goals for this project. So what do they want to be true? And, you know, from a teacher's perspective, you can think of this as the objectives. Um, you would want to include that in your proposal. So again, you're making sure you're on the same page because this is also a proposal is, is setting expectations with one another of this is the work that I would be providing and the work that, you know, I would be delivering um, for the potential client. So you'd want to include some goals. You would want to have a project outline. So this is going to be an outline of your services. So if it's professional development, you would want to include an outline of, of the session. So how long is it? What's the objectives? And, and include um, potentially an agenda. You do not need to link PowerPoint slides. You do not need to link, uh, link handouts because, again, you're sending this proposal to a client and so who has not signed a contract yet. So you don't want to be sending your intellectual property to someone who is not paying you. That's why I'm saying an outline. You're not giving them the juice <laughs> just yet. You're giving them an outline of the services. So that way they have a clear idea of if they were to sign on with you, the services that you would provide. If you're doing coaching, this would be an outline of how many coaching sessions, how many hours, the duration. Do you know, do they have email? Can they email you questions in between coaching services? So this is where you're basically describing the services. You want to include the investment, i.e. the budget. And so how much will your services cost? So this is where, you know, the other way to think about a proposal is this is like the um, precursor to a contract. So the, the not just the fee, consulting fee, but also the, the payment schedule you would want to include in the proposal because this is when by the if you decide to move forward in the partnership with this potential client and you you drafted up a contract what would be included in the contract would not be new because this was previewed in the proposal so in that investment section you not only want to include the cost of the engagement but also the payment schedule and then next steps so if if they are excited about the proposal and they want to move forward with a contract, how do they do that? So one thing I have learned over time is you want to put a date of like how long the proposal is valid for. So that way someone doesn't come, you know, to you two, three months later and says, OK, we're ready. And maybe you've decided to change your fees. So I always include a date that's no more than two weeks out saying this proposal is valid until this date. Um, should, you know, the partner choose to move forward with this, this engagement or this proposal, the next step would be drafting up a contract um, for the partner to review. And so you just want to include some next steps there. Um, so that's, that's kind of an overview of how to prepare a contract. Um, and hopefully that is helpful. 
So I see we have a few folks that have joined. Hello, Whitley. Oh my gosh, I love the fact that your name is Whitley. Yes. Oh, I just got so excited. Hello, Danielle. Hello, Brigitte. Hello, Darnisha. Hello, Akima. Hello, Denise. Hello. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Deborah or Deborah. So please let me know um, which which the correct pronunciation of your name. So that names are important. I want to make sure that I'm I'm pronouncing your name correctly. And I also recognize you as Dr. Flood's mentee. So hello, hello. And hello, Dr. Ashley. Um, so as we, we if that, if what I just shared just brought up any questions and hello, Sheree, hello, hello. If that brought up any questions, go ahead and just drop those questions into the chat and I'll answer those um, after we, we I answer this final question. All right. So the final question is, if I do not have a website, how else can I share my services with my clients? Love this question. The reason why I love this question so much is because you do not have to wait until you get a website to start. <laughs> like you should start ASAP. Um, I did not have a website when I first started. I just started. So uh, I love this question so much because it honors the the spirit of just start. Like do not wait on the the all to check all these certain boxes before you start just start and also websites are an investment and cost money and so you know when you're early on in your business you may not have the financial resources to invest in a website and that shouldn't hold you back so there's a couple of different alternatives that you can put together uh, if you don't have a website so alternative number one is you can put together a business one pager and so uh, this is something that you can put together in a program called Canva, which is a, a it's like a graphic designing um, website where you can put together one pagers, presentations, social media posts, like so much that you can put together in Canva. And so if you've used Canva, uh, drop into the chat a one um, just so that way uh, we can kind of see how 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 many folks have experienced Canva. And Canva offers a free account and you can do a lot with the free account. So I would encourage you that, you know, if if you're you're not waiting on the website as you should, you should not be waiting to have a website in order to start to you can put together a business one pager. And um, after this, the slide is over. If folks have are new to Canva, I'll drop my affiliate link um, if you're interested in signing up. And just so you know, I do not share affiliate links for anything I don't use in my own business. <laughs> and so um, I'm very, very thoughtful of, of who I become affiliates of because my name and my reputation, I, I, I hold and cherish very thoughtfully. Um, so I see there's a number of folks who, who have, have um, used Canva. That's awesome. Danielle says, I found it difficult. It can be a little overwhelming because there's so many different templates. So I would encourage you to uh, you go to the marketing proposal templates just to kind of not make it so overwhelming as a starting place for developing your business uh, one pager because it can be a little overwhelming if by all the templates. Start with the marketing proposal templates um, and then uh, hopefully that that should make it that should make it easy a little bit. Um, so that's way number one. Uh, way number two is a landing page. So a landing page 
is essentially a one-page website. So rather than a multi-tab, you know, website that will take time and resources to create, you could just do a landing page. So there's lead pages that offers a landing page, which does require a fee. There is ConvertKit that provides landing pages, which um, ConvertKit is free because uh, it's also an email marketing software that is free up to a thousand subscribers. So um, the cost of the program is dependent upon how many people you have on your email list. So in this case, if you went with ConvertKit, you could do a, a landing page and you could set up the landing page to where people could provide their email address so that way you can begin to, to build your email list. So I'll also share my affiliate link for um, for lead pages as well as ConvertKit if folks are interested in that. Um, those are two different resources. You, of course, want to check out pricing and, and check out their features to make sure, you know, that it's it's serving your needs and meeting your needs and, and picking something that works best for you. So those are two alternatives, a one-pager and a landing page. Um, so those are our three questions for tonight. And um, I'm super excited that we had this time together and just wanted to share a quick reminder that... Cycle six of my program, Get Launch Consulting, uh, is closing tonight. And so if you are ready to go after your dreams of launching a consulting business, of expanding your impact, of building your wealth through your consulting business, then I want to help you. And so Get Launch Consulting is my 12-week program that supports educators and walking them step-by-step step through the process of launching their own consulting business. And so enrollment closes tonight at 11.59 Eastern Standard Time. I do not know when it's going to open back up. I will tell you that the price will go up. And so if, if you are, are contemplating it, this is the time. I would highly encourage you to go ahead and enroll. And so I'll I'll post the link. The link is already in the group, but I'll I'll post the link on this post after um after I end the live. So that way folks have that um if they are are interested in enrolling. And if you got questions about the program, just DM me and, and I'll get those answered. So Thank you all so much for, for joining me. And then next Thursday, we will be back. Um, next Thursday, we'll post a next set of questions for folks to vote. And then I'll come back on the following Thursday and answer them live. So thank you all for joining me. Thank you. All. I see all the comments. Hey, Akiva. Um, hey, Rachel. Um, and y'all, Rachel Rachel's website is bomb. And before Rachel had the website, she had a bomb one pager. And so Rachel is is a good, good example, an amazing example of, of yes, betting on yourself and, and not waiting on the website to, to start bringing in revenue. Because listen, each of you are in the position to bring in revenue in the next 30 days. So what you going to do? Are you going to spend time building a website? 
are you going to spend time talking to potential clients and finding potential clients? And so, and you can find clients who through the contract will fund your website. So that way, again, you don't have to come out of pocket. You can be leveraging your revenue to then invest in your business and build in your business. So I'm super excited. And Rochelle, I'm super excited to have you in Cycle 6 and and to be supporting you, my friend, because you're a dope, dope, dope leader. Um, so I'm so excited for us to to be reunited through Cycle 6. So you all have a good evening and I'll be back on in two weeks from now for our next office hours. All right, talk to y'all soon.